Assalamualaikum, it's Yanoma Consulting here and today in this Nomadic Delights episode I share with you guys a Twitter space recording I did in January 2022. And let us just say it was my first attempt at this new kind of social media platform. Twitter well done for using this opportunity to kind of emulate what Clubhouse did but in a more professional setting. So let us see how it goes. I might be doing more of this Twitter spaces, but for now, enjoy this lighthearted discussion as we talk about the things we miss whilst living in Somalia. All right, take care. Peace and love. Assalamu alaikum, guys. First of all, welcome to this space. And I want to apologize up ahead. This is my first time. So if there's any technical difficulties, please bear with me. Well, pressing first, and I want to make sure that we have one of our listeners. I'm going to add him now to the speaker. That's the Professor Mohammed. I have with me as well here, Dr. Abdusalam. And, and today's space is more about a lighthearted discussion about us Somalianders living here and what we miss. So we're coming from a perspective of a, um, for myself, the UK, Dr. Abdusalam, the UAE, and Mohammed, Australia. So... For all you guys joining this call, feel free to drop some questions. We've had some good comments, but I'm going to first of all pass the mic to um, Dr. Abdusalam, who's the youngest in our group. So, Dr. Abdusalam, can you please share with us what you miss whilst living in Somalia? Hello, hello, salam alaikum. As usual, I'll speak Somali. Salam alaikum, skawaroma. It's a lighthearted. My name is Dr. Abdusalam. I'm a general practitioner, but I'm more interested in anesthesiology and uh, general surgery. Um, I've been. Uh, I was born in UAE. I was raised there, and I came by the time I was 17, 18 years old. So I've I've spent in the country for almost uh, 10, 11 years, uh, almost. So the thing that I missed the most was the food. I am not. I'm straight up <laughs> saying it. I've been, the things that I miss is the food. Like back back when back in 2010 when I came, the first thing that I I went to a place called the uh, Nasiba Ice Cream. If anyone remembers. Uh, they had, I, I wanted to order something. They were like, do we have burgers? And I give me two burgers. I thought the, the thick ones from the UAE ones. But turned out it's a thin paper, like two paper-sized <laughs> burgers. And, uh, and I was like, okay, uh, at least there's something here. Cheese is not here. It wasn't here. Burgers, falafel, shawarmas, none of them. But I remember back in the UAE when it, when it was like, Sadiq, two burgers, three burgers, or maybe <laughs> two hot dogs, chicken. Syria, Syria. <laughs> now there's no more, no more that. It was, it's just now grow, karma, digir, and that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Ah, sweet, sweet. Thanks for that, doctor. So, professor, you want to add some comments here, or shall I share my experience with what I missed? Well, let me introduce myself first. <laughs> Can you all hear me? Loud and clear. Oh, beautiful. Here, I thought there was a had connection issues. Um, so, my name is Mohammed. I am far from a professor, uh, but I am going to choose to speak English because my Somali is absolutely terrible. Uh, but the things that I miss uh, Melbourne, Australia, is, is the weather, honestly. Here, Somaliland, the weather is very predictable. Uh, far more predictable than it is in Australia. In Australia, the weather is pretty much uh, bipolar. In the morning, you would get a bit of a overcast and then during the afternoon the sun comes out breaks through and then later in the afternoon closer to the evening it gets 
start to rain. So you cannot prepare yourself for the weather on a daily basis. If you want to go out, you know, you have to have your umbrella, your jacket, uh, you know, with you. Uh, here at Giza, alhamdulillah, the weather is consistent and you can, you know, any, um, predict in the next day what the weather is going to look like. That's one of the things I miss. Other things that I miss, um, the people uh, in, in Australia, you, you know, you see all kinds of people, all from all kinds of life, walks of life. Um, here, you only see people like yourself. And honestly, someone who is from diaspora, this is something that um, you would uh, take for granted. You know, when you're in a foreign country, uh, everyone looks different to you. Uh, but then when you're in your own country, uh, everyone looks the same to you. And there's no uniqueness that you see from other people. There'll be different haircut, different eyes, different skin texture, different behaviors and cultures. Here, everyone's exactly the same. And that's one thing that I really miss for, from uh, Australia. Yeah, Ahmed, it's your turn, mate. Hi, thanks for that. Professor, or as you call yourself, associate. Anyway, so myself, for those who don't know me, know my consultant, um, living in the UK, moved out here, Hargeisa, inshallah, um, for a year, but hopefully for longer. And from my side, um, I love cars, and, and one of my other side hobbies is doing a YouTube channel called Know My Rights. Inshallah, I'll try and get that in Somaliland. The thing I miss the most is good roads, okay? Yes, when I go to Berbera, I enjoy the good roads, and unfortunately, I'm, my kidneys is suffering here in Hargeisa. And we're not going to talk politics in here, even though it's tempting to do so. And but hey. diaphragm too. You don't forget <laughs> diaphragm as well. You're not just a kidney. <laughs> but no, uh, the thing I, I do kind of um, miss is the fact that um, I, now I'm never ever going to complain about a pothole in the UK, sending a message to my local borough, which is Milton Keynes, about, oh, you've missed this pothole. Because trust me, everything here is a pothole except certain roads. But no, um, I think that's the thing I miss the most. It's just getting to enjoy. I mean, here, unless you have a 4x4, if you have a nice cruiser, you won't actually um, get to enjoy um, the roads. So that's, I think, the thing I miss the most from a car perspective. Um, you were spot on, Mohammed, about the, the weather. I, I do love that about Somaliland. Um, I don't miss the rain at all in the UK. Not at all. Not having to have a backup coat in my boot of my car. I think um, the thing that what I do miss is the kind of ease and, and flexibility of just simply going online and searching for something. And Somaliland is getting there, but I think there's a few things. So that's my perspective. I'm going to add two comments I got on, on, on Twitter before I pass the mic back to, to the doctor. And so one, Ayan said, um, she basically said that she enjoys walking in parks, which is true. The UK, for example, if the weather is great, it's so beautiful and nice and green. And I did see a good picture a few days ago on Twitter where Berbera is now having more green because they got rid of the livestock. And that will eventually make it a cooler city to live in. But um, so that's one thing. And and I can't how it is, I disagree with her about a sugary tea because I'm still a victim of that, even though I'm learning how to say one sugar, but I do like it sweet. So I have to make sure I do more walking. But I think, yeah, that's, that kind of covers that one comment. And the other one is this gentleman called Brenton. He actually mentioned about cheese. <laughs> I was going to respond and say, look, 
in a country where we have goats and 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 walking around the streets, I'm surprised we don't have goat cheese here in Somaliland. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of cheese. But yes, um, I do wish we had more cargo airlines, especially coming in now. But but a better port is open. I don't want to wait for the guy from UK to take six to eight weeks, charge me a pound a kilo, even though now recently it's going higher. I rather have something like, and and this is what's surprising that there's a huge diaspora and in the UK who actually export back to Kenya. And I'm thinking, what's the difference between Hargeso or Berbera? So that I can't waste. We can just do it sim- simply like an Amazon. So that's the thing, the thing I miss. But now that I had my little mini rant and I've shared some comments, the people in this group, if you want to add, feel free to add. But I'm going to pass the mic to um, to Dr. Absalam. But before I do that, is there anyone else that wants to add their, their two cents? I'll, I'm happy to share the mic and for a minute or two. So let me know if you guys miss anything whilst living in Somaliland. Okay. Whilst you guys are thinking about it, I'll pass the mic back to um, Dr. Absalam. Go for it. It's not like I'm missing this, but um, it's a relief. That back, back then in the UAE, the background noise was uh, cars, people talking in the middle of the night. <laughs> They're like s- screaming and fighting everywhere. Where in Hargeza, you, you're not hearing anything. And as soon as you hear someone speaking outside, it's either you want to rob you, come to the house, or it's just a lunatic person just walking pa- past by like a World War Three. That's the thing. Uh, I've been to Sheikh. Uh, I was there for four months to doing my internship there. What I've realized is all the animals that I'm not used to seeing, or the only thing that I've used to seeing is was cats and dogs. Even dogs was not that much, but my cats was a, were a lot. But there in Sheikh Yuki, you would see cows, camels, cats, all the seas, uh, goats. You can see hyenas too, but hyenas mostly come comes up after nine o'clock. And I remember back when I used to come back from the hospital because. The, the, car, the car limitation was a lot. There was no car going back to, the, to that place. So you used to see hyenas like standing, looking at you like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just when I'm passing by. <laughs> and I remember um, there's, a, there's someone, someone said a quote about that. Uh, if you're a, a rural place, if you're, you're the only person that's sleeping, basically everything around you is either trying to eat something or trying to mate while you're asleep. That's the only thing that, uh, that someone someone said and it resonated with me. But that's the thing. Thank you. Sweet, sweet. All right. Now, before I go back to the, to the professor, as I like to call him, and anyone else wants to share their two cents on what they miss whilst living in Somaliland? Sweet. Okay. So, professor, you want to add your, your, your comment? Yeah. One of the things that I miss um, is having brunches in the morning. For, for anyone who doesn't know what brunch is, <laughs> it's basically a, a mix-up between breakfast and lunch. And that's just one of the things I, I really miss so much um, early in the morning. The other thing I also miss is the convenience of just being able to flush the toilet after you've used it. I, I like, honestly, I like the feeling that um, once... once you know, once I use the bathroom, that I will uh, plunge entire bucket of water into the uh, into the toilet bowl. But it's just the the, the convenience that a, a, a you know a button of flush you know g- gives you that assurance that everything will be cleared once the flush is stopped as finished. 
you know that <laughs> it doesn't exist here and it's a challenge and that's what i like about it it's quite challenging you know you you put an entire bucket in and nothing so it goes through and you gotta do it again for a second try and that's just one of the things <laughs> so yeah two uh, completely polar opposite things bunches and um being able to convene in a fashion bathroom after you use it Technically, they're, they're linked because after that big brunch, you need to use a toilet. So I think in a way, you practically kind of it. <laughs> exactly. When you've had an egg benedict, absolutely. So, I mean, now you've mentioned that whole element of water. Um, one thing, so for me, um, one thing, I, I, before I moved out from the UK, so I have um, young kids and before they'd be like, oh, Abo, I don't want to be doing a dishwasher. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. You guys don't know what's coming for you. And so man, ain't no dishwasher. It's more like washing a plate and washing a plate in an old school bucket. And so in a way, it's a good humbling experience for them. But the thing I do miss the most is like you said, I mean, from the toilet, you know, there's a rule one. Number one, you don't need to flush. Why waste water? Number two, you definitely need to flush. But I think the whole shower element, and I don't know with you guys, but I miss having to, you know, I mean, having to shower without having to use, you know, both hands, let's just say, yeah. But the thing I, I do love in Somalia, because you appreciate water. I mean, and I, hey, let me put a little caveat in there. This is relates to Hargeisa. Because in Barbera, I make sure I shower as much as possible. I enjoy that water. But um, in, in Hargeisa, I don't know if you guys do it. When you finish your shower and there's a little bit of warm water left in the bucket, don't you love that feeling of grabbing the bucket with both hands and just having a, you know, just dumping over your head like it's a nice feeling. It's the closest to a real shower. I mean, that's that's how sad it is. I'm, I'm having to simulate a shower using a bucket. But, you know, that's definitely the thing I do miss about them um, whilst living in Samana. So I hope, inshallah, we, we get a water pipe. But no, before I go back to the doctor, alhamdulillah, we have quite a few listeners here and I'm sure they would like to share their two cents. So let me know if you guys want to add um in regards to, you know, some two cents in regards to your experience. Perfect. So now one person I really respect on, on Twitter, and I know at the moment he's just a listener, Dr. Jama, I would love to get your input because you travel around the world, especially in the UK and Italy. So is there anything, anything that you miss on your side? Hello, doctor. Hello. Dr. Jama. Yes. Hi there. Hi there. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I appreciate you joining the space and I would love to get your input. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to join you and all the other listeners that say hello. Uh, yes, there are a lot of things that you uh, miss when you are in Hargeis, when you are in Somaliland in general, and uh, and that you are happy to, 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 to miss in, like uh, the northy cities of, uh, of, uh, of Europe. But there are also something uh, that uh, I love the Italian cafe. And I have a problem. Luckily, in this place, things are getting better now. Uh, uh, not to mention uh, business uh, than others, but you know, you go to Cafe Barbera and probably you get a good quality cafe. When it comes to, I, mean, I mean the espresso Italian. And sometimes that's something that I miss when I'm, 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 I'm around. And that's the reason why I take always uh, with me, uh, uh, I think, is to make the cafe as I want. So that's one thing. Uh, uh, but uh, I would love to see Hargeisa and Somaliland and other major cities of Somaliland to have a cinema, something else 
another thing that i really really hope for uh, but uh, i'm missing one i'm in somalia and i hope that it will come soon a good theater and cinema in the major cities of somalia so that's, uh, that's you know that, what uh, selfishly speaking what uh, if uh, i could get in somalia uh, i would still be much more than happy as i am now in somalia and then nice. I, will, I, will, I will come back with so many other things that i am happy to miss uh, while i'm in somalia but uh, unfortunately i have to answer a course i will be coming back very soon i will go to silence and come back soon honestly doctor that's that's some great comment especially the coffee and i do agree with you and for my side i love exploring as you can see from <laughs> my content certain coffee places but um it's true italian and espresso is the real deal and that i totally understand where you're coming from the cinema you you reminded me when i was a kid when i was coming to hergesa back in the days we had a little cinema where you watch in front of a tv and you had a handful of sugar as you watch some latest bollywood indian drama so yes i agree with you i would love to see some good big cinema sets here in in somalia just to increase the activities yeah, yeah 100% Mohammed, i grew up i grew up in a city where we have the most beautiful cinema two of them uh, national cinema and october cinema and that was the city of hergesa where i grew up and uh and i know what i'm missing i'm truly speaking trying what i'm what i'm missing so i hopefully it will come back inshallah no i i, I hope so too and i really appreciate your, your comment on that we have added another speaker to add his two cents feel free to um yeah to introduce yourself because we all know dr jama but it would be good to know yourself that, and has assalamu alaikum yes Greetings to everyone. My name is Hassan Barkat. I'm a Somalilander that lives in America. And the things I miss about Somaliland was, you know, of course, the weather, the sunny days, uh, fresh food, everything is organic, natural, uh, the beautiful people, the lively scenery, everything. Um, the off-roading, of course, the off-roading is a big thing out there. Um, I guess we need more like four wheelers and off-roading events it would be nice um the other things big out there is uh, the coast the bitter of course the seafood the bitter seafood miss that you know i spent several days at the bitter this eating seafood and I, i've been to bulahar i've been to el sheikh uh, i've been to loyado i've been to um what do you call it uh i've been to sheikh i've been to uh well, Swachale, Gavile, Arapsio, uh, all the way down to my village, uh, Wadumakahil, and the farmlands of Wadumakahil. I spent days in Wadumakahil, just wandering in my grandfather town. And um, yeah, I, I just miss Somalia so much. I hope to be there next month, inshallah. Um, one thing I'll tell you that's a really big difference between Somalia and uh, the other Somali regions is that uh Hargeisa the have sweet water Babira has sweet water Hargeisa has sweet water and then the other Somali regions I've been to is Djibouti and Chijiga they don't have uh sweet water it's Bia Danan and Yabi Adek also Mogadishu doesn't have sweet water either it's Bia Adek so that's a big thing that's the difference between Somalia and the other Somali regions is the sweet water so I miss that sweet water uh rainwater and spring water 
that's all I have to add. Thank you, Sonic. Well, honestly, Hassan, that's some great intro and a great insight to your life, especially you traveling all over Somaliland. And, and, and the thing I do agree with you, you're right about one thing that's missing Somaliland, it's a four-wheel community. And a country that has four-by-four land cruisers, legends, you name it, there is no one kind of community. And I know in the States, in the UK, there's this off-roading community where they actually get an expensive car, pimp it up, and actually go off-roading, whereas we can go off-roading anywhere, anytime. So, yes, it would be great if actually we were to bring that to my land so people can appreciate our, our rugged, you know, country. And we do have some legends, which I follow on Twitter, who show us some beautiful parts of Somaliland. But, yeah, I think a 4 by 4 community would be great. Um, okay, Mohammed, anything else you want to add? And I would like to add, and everyone on this call, feel free to... You know, request if you want to add your two cents. It's it was really good to hear Hassan's perspective. Dr. Jama gave us some really great insight from a cinema perspective as well as from a coffee perspective. So anyone else would like give me give me a shout out by requesting, and I'll add you to the to the speaker. But Mohammed, you go first while I search the group. No worries. Um, look, one of the things that I I miss in Melbourne, and this is just for me personally. I don't know if you guys might uh, feel the same. But in Melbourne, we have a lot of homeless people, and it's become a phenomenon the past five years or so. And, <clears throat> you know, as, you, as I walk, you know, past, I uh, walk around the city area, there's a lot of them there. And, you know, you, you pity and it feels, you know, bad for them, and you're getting 10 or $20 and $5. And you don't feel any, um, I personally don't feel anything that is uh, bad about doing that action. But coming here, in, uh, I guess it's my land. For the first time living here for at least more than three months, because before I used to just he stay here for a couple of weeks and need to leave and go back. Staying here for three months, subhanAllah, and this is personally from my perspective, I can't tell who is miskin and who's not. And whenever I give any money to anyone, there is this <laughs> doubt in the back of my mind saying, this, I wonder if this person has made already you know, 50 or 100,000 dollars, 100,000 shillings from, from the people that they've been begging. And I have this, you know, ill feeling towards that person. Even though I've given my sadaqah and it's left my hand, it's going to that person, I think of it. Similarly, if I meet someone else after half an hour or an hour later and they ask for money, I say, no, I don't have anything. Leave me alone. Or I just say, look, it I have to And I still have this feeling. I'm like, well, I'm sure he's gonna, this person's going to find his, uh, you know, sadaqah for someone else around the corner or some other poor, poor fella. SubhanAllah, I never felt like that when I was giving money to these kuffar who are laying around in the streets who are homeless, drunk and druggies and everything. Uh, but I'm feeling like this here in Haggisan. I don't know whether this is shared commonly across, but this is someone coming from Australia. Um, coming here, this is what I've been sort of exposed to. And it's a bit of a shock. It's you know what it's funny. I mean, I'll give my my perspective. I have the flip side because, for example, in the UK, like like in in Australia, there's a lot of homeless, and every time I'm giving sadaqah to them, and most of them, ninety nine percent are are, are non-Muslim. I'm like, listen here, guys, you need to make sure you can't actually give buy alcohol for this. You can't actually buy drugs for this. And in some cases, if there's like if I'm near a chicken joint or a McDonald's, which is my one of my other places, get some cheap coffee. I actually say, hey, what should I buy you food? Because at least I know for sure. Whereas here, in Somaliland, it's different because in a way, and, and this is why I'm saying my feeling is different. 
the, the small shillings I'm giving, it seems a lot because it's, you know, I break it into 1,000 and 5,000. But I actually say, you know what, that's between you and Allah, but 99% is Muslim and I'm not that stressed. I, I, I feel in here more connected giving sadaqah, whereas in the UK, I'm more detached and I'm thinking, yeah, this guy's going to take drugs on me. So, and I prefer to buy them food. So that that's funny from that perspective of how, how you think. But it'd be good to get um, another perspective. I mean, for, I mean, Dr. Abdul Salam, do you have that situation in, in UAE? I mean, do you even have beggars in UAE? <laughs> We've never seen them in UAE because they have charity places where they used to they used to take food, kind of like the displacement places in Hargeisa. Yep. Where Abda, uh, it's it's kind of like that. But in Hargeisa, you became desensitized. I'm opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm like I don't that because it's an everyday thing where ah. they come five times, six times a day. Okay. Some of them are specialized in that where they right. they go through your heart yes. with some stuff that they say. That I became desensitized about. Ah, <clears throat> that's so similar to Muhammad then, because I mean, for myself, probably I'm still a freshie living up in Somalia, yeah. so I'm still like getting used to the to the world. Okay. Uh, well, that's exactly right. The repetitive sort of messages. Yeah. gets to you eventually and you're like okay well i've heard this before how realistic is this correct no good point good point okay now before i go to a different topic is there anyone else that would like to give their two cents regarding the topic of um what they miss whilst living in somaliland because then um, i actually have another one comment i was going to add but um i think before i do that i'm going to just give the room a chance if anyone wants to add their two cents Okay, sweet. No problem. And on, I think on that side, we've had some really good insight from Dr. Jama, from Hassan. And basically, like I said, it's just more of a case of a light-hearted discussion. Um, I don't want to keep this discussion too long. We can have another discussion. And for now, I'm going to just say thank you guys for joining this call. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to listen to this, I'm hopefully the recording should work and I'll share it out. Let me know. Just DM me or just send me a message. Okay, guys, uh, one quick question. I just want to just, just, let's just see. I have a quick question. Okay, I think that kind of covers it. Okay. Anyway, let's just see. Perfect. All right, then, guys, it's been a pleasure. You have a good evening, afternoon, wherever you are. Okay. Well, that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to my podcast, which is simply the reflections of a nomad consultant living life on a day by day basis. I just want to conclude by saying, I appreciate the love and support you guys are showing me. Until the next time, peace and love.